Hello and welcome to the Feminine Genius Podcast. This is a podcast that celebrates all women of God and their unique genius. I'm your host, Rachel Wong. So this episode of the Feminine Genius Podcast is a unique one because I have with me two guests who are both near and dear to my heart. And of course, this is the first time that I've ever had two guests, so this was certainly a lot of fun. Emmy Namoro and Maggie Orkulo are two young women who I'm very lucky to be good friends with. And together they founded a young women's ministry called Immaculate. This ministry brings together some of their favorite things Christ, coffee, and conversations. And I have to admit, those are some of my favorite things as well. On this episode, we talk about the friendship that Emmy and Maggie share, how Immaculate came to be, and why sisterhood and women's ministry is so important to us as women. Hello, Maggie and Emmy. Hello. Hi. Oh, goodness. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you both? <laughs> I'm <Very> shy. <laughs> oh, okay. friends, I have to share with you that this is the first time that I, I have two guests with me. So this is super exciting. Thank you both for joining me and for sharing a bit of your time today. No, thank you for having us. Yes, of course. <laughs> we talk at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. All good. I think maybe to start, if you wouldn't mind briefly introducing yourself, sharing a little bit about who you are and what you're currently doing right now. Um, maybe Emmy, we'll start with you. Sure. So my name is Emmy Namoro, and I am a daughter of God. I was born in Saudi Arabia. I was raised in the Philippines, and I immigrated here in Vancouver, Canada with my family when I was nine years old. Currently, I am a Catholic writer and blogger and have been for about five years now. Oh, love it. Man, okay. that was good. <laughs> yes. What about you, Maggie? Well, I was born in the Philippines, but moved to Canada at an early age, and I've been working with the church and the ministry for most of my life, I would say. And just recently, I just finished my bachelor's in child and youth care. So that's an enjoyment. (laughs) Kind of solemn for the fact that we're in quarantine, but currently looking for new jobs. So yeah. Yeah. And I absolutely feel that too, just as I'm wrapping up my own schooling. You know, it was such a momentous time, but a little bit dampened by the fact that we're all stuck inside. My heart goes out to you. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So I was curious because I know that we're going to be delving into this beautiful ministry that both of you have started. But I think even before we get into that, I was curious to know how you both came to meet each other and become friends. Oh, (laughs) Uh, do you remember the story, Maggie? Well, you're you're more better at this than me. Okay. Um, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, so Maggie and I actually met each other about 11 years ago. We met in 2009 at a Youth for Christ camp. It's called CFC Youth now, but we met in 2009 and we didn't become instant friends, so we knew of each other. 
since then. So like her family's involved in ministry. Mine was involved in ministry. We didn't reconnect until college. Actually, we were mm-hmm. in the same program before she switched and left me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had a class together. It was early childhood education. And uh, yeah, we started talking again. You want to continue <laughs> from here, Maggie? Oh, man. <laughs> How wild. I guess, yeah, w- we bumped into each other. And then I guess later down the road, being part of youth ministry, I thought about Emmy because Emmy was one of the women that I've known who's been really involved and she's just really good with people. So I thought she'd be a perfect person to add to her core team at the time. And we just clicked and we never really left each other's sides. No, still, still together. Still together. And coming into this ministry, I thought of no better woman to help alongside than Emmy. Hey. <laughs> And I just want to point out too, Emmy, you mentioned Mm -hmm. 2009, 11 years, and that almost, almost flew past my mind. It's just like, oh, like, you know, but 11 Mm -hmm. years, that's very significant. That's a very long time. And also not to mention the fact that I I know that we're all about the same age. So those are pretty formative years as well that you Mm -hmm. kind of met each other and have started to journey with each other as well. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's just funny. Like God just puts people into your lives and you don't think that they'll make any significant difference until Mm. sometimes you reconnect again and things change. So it has. Right. Mm -hmm. And of course, like thinking about your own respective journeys in your own faith life, I was wondering if you both could maybe briefly share and Maggie, we'll start with you this time, like how you've come to know and and journey with Jesus and what that faith journey has been like for you. Oh, wow. It's honestly, faith journey has been a roller coaster. Like, obviously, as many Catholic women, even Catholics in general, is there's a lot of times of like consolation and desolation. As years go by, the more that you come to know your faith and your relationship with God, the deeper it becomes and not only deeper, but the harder it becomes. Like I realize the older I get, it can become more difficult. I don't know if that makes sense. But um yeah, it's really grown and even just discerning about my vocation, even where I'm going with my life, it's just to choose a path that the Lord wants for me and the path that brings me closest to him. You know what I mean? So it's honestly like this is a story I think go for hours on end, but uh, the the heart just always desires and craves for Jesus, you know? So I don't know. I can't even put into words how how magnificent it's been allowing God to be more present and like how that really led me into this ministry and into where I am in discernment for a future vocation, you know? You raised such a beautiful point as well where it's like, so much of our lives that really can't be contained and sometimes it can't even be summed up into words and maybe the only thing that we can say is just praise be to God for allowing us to encounter him in such a way and to just journey with him and that he just never leaves our side in the way that you both haven't left each other's sides as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah Emmy what about you how has your faith journey been like Maggie it's a bit of a long story as well but I'll try to condense it <laughs> as much as I can. <laughs> Emmy's um, a good storyteller. 
Oh dear. Um, so I am a cradle Catholic, so I was born into the faith. I remember going to Mass every week, practicing the sacraments, but I didn't fully take the faith seriously until grade seven. So I was in catechism and prep and confirmation was a really big deal for me. And it was also where um, my family had joined into a family ministry. So that's what I was saying earlier, how Maggie and I met in a YFC camp. So that was when I was in grade seven. And um, it was in that camp in that ministry, Couples for Christ, or CFC Youth, where the foundation of my faith was solidified. I learned about God, the beauty of community, and love of service. And since then, I've also got involved in various parish youth ministries, like the one Maggie said. I was serving alongside her as well. I served in events around the Archdiocese. I was also part of Catholic Christian Outreach, so CCO in college. I didn't have one at my school, so I travel to the nearest university just so I could attend faith studies. Throughout my life, God has just surrounded me with ministry, so it was only natural when Maggot asked me if I wanted to lead Immaculate with her that I said yes. Ah, uh, joyful like Mary. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and I'm glad that you alluded to it as well. Like you said, you both came together to form Immaculate, which is such a beautiful name. It's such a genius name. And I'll let you both explain <laughs> the significance behind it. But what inspired mm-hmm. this ministry? Yeah, I invited Emmy and as well as Father Thompson, who is our um, priest for Assumption. I'm in the young adult a minister at um, Assumption. And for Assumption, we've been struggling with getting people and we're just trying to brainstorm kind of new ideas. And I was like talking to Father, I'm like, there's a lot of ministries for young adults and, and all that, but you don't really see a lot of active women's ministries for young women. And it would be great to have a place where women can just meet and get to know each other and not be pressured to always like talk about the faith, but just to get to know each other as, as women and as God's beloved children as women. And I was just like thinking, I was like, I don't know if it's already a thing for assumption. I thought the sisters had something with coffee, like a maca latte, but that was the first yeah. thing that came to mind. And he's just like, no, we don't have something like that. I was just like, okay. <laughs> so they have coffee with the sisters, but they don't call it a maca latte. And I was just no. like, hmm, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. We did. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it really came to be. And mm-hmm. I guess from there, it was honestly like Emmy's the one who's really pushed me out there to put <laughs> our name out. Like, honestly, Emmy's like, she's a muscles mostly. So, yikes. Oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, if you want to put in your two cents. Sure, sure. Um, I guess for the ministry, I remember Maggie had asked me, we went out for, I guess, lunch during the summer last year, and you'd asked me if I wanted to help you out, uh, co-lead this with you, and um, I remember you told me about the name Immaculate, and we weren't sure about it, but we both liked puns a lot, and we both have a devotion to Mary, and it just felt mm-hmm. so natural to combine a lot of the good things in life, Christ, coffee, conversations, why not? Right? Mm-hmm. And as women, we like to be with one another, to talk about whatever. Yeah, and we just, we weren't sure at first about how it's going to mm. be. We thought about just keeping it in the Tri-Cities area, 
but I had pushed Maggie <laughs> to um, gently pushed, <laughs> gently pushed to promote it all over Vancouver, all over the Lower Mainland, because I knew that there was potential in this ministry. That there are so many young women who are seeking community, who are seeking sisterhood, and what better way to give that than to let them know that it's available for them, you know? Mm. Ah, well said. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And maybe correct me if I'm wrong on the timeline, but this has already been, I mean, it's at at the time of recording this, it's April. So I guess it's been about maybe eight or nine months for you folks. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's still fresh. Very fresh. But it doesn't feel that long, but it feels long. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. It does, totally. Because I remember I was in Toronto at the time when, you know, as we do, you just are on Instagram and you're just scrolling through, (laughs) scrolling your life away. I don't recommend scrolling your life away, by the way. But I came across, I believe you had followed me on Instagram and I was like, oh, what is this? And I saw it and I was so excited and at the same time, super disappointed that I wasn't there in Vancouver at the time so that I could go to the first one. And I remember thinking, this is what has been missing in my life. This is awesome. (laughs) And I was super excited to see that you both were starting this ministry, that you were taking that leap of faith. And now that you've had a couple meetups, like I said, it's been eight or nine months. Mm -hmm. What have some of the highlights been for each of you um, in just hosting these meetups? Do you want to go first, Emmy? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, there's so many. Because the thing is, the beauty of Immaculate is that I don't remember if we talked about what it is. So we host meetups at various cafes and we just talk about God. Like that's this formula, simple. And in every single meetup that we do, different conversations pop up. I remember having conversations about cars and mortgages and finances. And it was just so beautiful to see the people who had come. We had a lot of people that are around our age in our early 20s. Some are in their mid to late 20s. We have some people who are dating, who are single, who are discerning religious life, and who are married. And it's so beautiful to have a space where you can learn from one another. And I think that's one of my highlights is to see that no matter what life stage you are in, you're still able to connect with those that are maybe ahead of you with you or behind you you know like you're always interconnected with one another there's fellowship there so I've always loved that about our ministry and we don't have any expectations about anything if people come they do if they don't they don't but at the end of the day we have one another and we have Christ and it's beautiful Mm. yes so good yeah Maggie what about you well I was thinking like I remember a while back you made a post about a sisterhood having like good relationships with other women and growing up I just didn't I didn't didn't really have a lot of female friends who really practiced in the faith and it was just really difficult for me and more than ever I think in your young adulthood age it's important to be surrounded by people who you know like iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. and is that that's the saying right like through this ministry I just realized how beautiful having a sisterhood is 
people say that I'm a social being. I'm kind of <laughs> antisocial for most part. Mm. And um, the ministry has really brought me to come face to face with other women who just love their faith. And it just really inspires me just to continue searching for people who can make me a better person. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, I have guy friends, but women just understand each other better, you know? Like, just the beauty of a sisterhood is really what has really touched my heart and just being known that I'm loved by God through other women that he loves, right? So just really thankful for the sisterhood aspect of it all. Yes, for sure. Similar to you, Maggie, like I had friends that were girls. I think very early on, because I myself wasn't super serious about my faith either, the fact that I didn't have that type of community, uh, particularly like other women that I could really talk to and just share my feelings with, like it was definitely a loss that I didn't really experience until recently. And and so many times too, it seems like in our world, women can be pitted against each other, which is always such a downer because we really should be really working to bring each other up. And I feel like Immaculate has been such a great example of women helping other women. Like you said, iron sharpens iron and everybody just kind of journeying to the father together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Both of you touched on this a little bit, but for you personally to have this kind of fellowship and maybe even thinking about, you know, your own unique context of where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe Maggie, we'll start with you. Like, why do you find this type of fellowship to be important given where you are in your life right now? I think it's really important for me right now because personally for me, I'm on that kind of once you're done school, you're kind of like, what am I doing with my life right now? <laughs> and it's just like meeting up with the other women. Like, yeah, Emmy's like, there's someone discerning the religious life, some just enjoying the season of singlehood and mm-hmm. relationships, like discerning about marriage. It's just, it's a place where I can go to, to ask for advice and to seek guidance from people who may be mm-hmm. at a different stage at their life that could give mm-hmm. me some advice about what it means to be a woman in their perspective. You know, like just getting more information here and there. And it's just been really helpful towards my discernment because I'm currently discerning about marriage. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really close friends with one of our members who's, God bless her, she's she's about to give birth sooner or later. I don't know. Yes. But <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just mm-hmm. it's just looking to other women to get like the feminine genius, like each woman has their own genius and their Mm. own story to tell and knowledge to give. So Mm. when it comes to discerning about any vocation, I think it's good to see the knowledge from other women. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And Emmy, how about you? I can relate with Maggie. I totally understand what's it like to um, relate with other women. And I think that's the beauty of what Immaculate offers for young women right now. Um, Like you said, Rachel, sometimes women are pitted against one another to compete. Comparison is the thief of joy. And um, Mm. I know I've struggled. (laughs) I know I've struggled with that a lot. But being in a space where I'm able to see one another, like each other, and we're also vulnerable about our own stories and where we are in our lives, it makes me think about what Maggie said, like how we all offer our own feminine genius and our own unique 
an irreplaceable way. So I don't have to worry about putting myself against someone else when in reality, we are all in the same race. We are all on this road to sainthood together. And there's no need to compare because we're all going the same way. We're all here to help one another. Right. Oh, so beautiful. I know. I'm tearing <laughs> Now for both of you, unfortunately, like we're currently in this COVID-19 situation and we haven't really been able to, you know, meet up physically. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that there must be a lot of opportunity to really, you know, pause and reflect and see what it is that you might be called to do by God. Mm-hmm. With this particular ministry, like what are some hopes and dreams that you have moving forward? And especially once we're able to all meet again, where is it that you see the Lord bringing you both? Oh, wow. It's a deep question. <laughs> it's a thinker. When it comes to this ministry, like, Growing up in ministry and working in different, I guess, programs, it's important to be personal and to, you know, the numbers are not everything and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. From this quarantine, I've been really like pushing myself to check on on the women who have been coming and just being more personal with reaching out, even though like the invites when we do events, it's just like on Facebook, we post it, we share it. But like, mm-hmm. I just really want to be able to put myself out there and to get to know better the women who have been coming and be more personal with the ministry. You know what I mean? And I right. think moving forward, growing in deeper relationships, going past the numbers, that concept, just to just growing deeper in understanding and love towards our fellow sisters that we get to meet. And if they if more come, praise be to God. But just really working with the women that we have currently is really important. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to follow up from that. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And I agree with you, Maggie. Like at this point, we are all quarantined, so we can't see each other in person as we'd like to. But it does give us uh, a chance to, like you said, be personal with our relationship with these women that God has entrusted us to be with. And as difficult as it may be, it gives us a chance to deepen our own relationship with Christ as well. You know, Mm. Um, I've seen a lot of communities online that have masses together, they pray together, and who knows, we may be able to do that with Immaculate as well. There's not, it's not impossible. But in terms of dreams and goals, obviously, one of my dreams is to be able to see each other again, um, God willing, (laughs) and um, to build this community, maybe have an online community as well. You never know, God willing. And I know that whatever God has in store for us, that it'll all work out and it's fine. Yeah, and you touched on this a little earlier. Both of you have poked at the feminine genius. And of course, you know, I would be remiss to say that we're not going to talk about that because that's the whole name of the podcast. (laughs) But I guess it's like for each of you personally, Mm -hmm. whether it's like in ministry or even outside of it and thinking about the gifts that God has given you. And Emmy, we'll start with you. How have you seen your own personal feminine genius grow and the ways in which he's really drawn this type of femininity out 
of you, whether it is in ministry or work or school? Okay. Um, to tell you the truth, I've always struggled with my own feminine genius for a while mm. because of the word feminine. I thought that growing up, feminine meant that I had to like makeup or shopping and all these stereotypical things about being a woman. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with liking these things. It just wasn't me, you know? Um, but I thought that, I know, I thought that <laughs> to be feminine, I had to change who I was to fit this mold that I thought was true. But over time, I learned that my feminine genius was rooted in being myself, in offering who God has created and called me to be. Um, I exercise my feminine genius by being my truest self, a daughter of God. I've learned that I am irreplaceable in his eyes, and I pray that whoever may hear this may believe the same about themselves. At the end of the day, you are loved. You are his. Oh, Amen. Oh my so good. That was good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, so good. And and that is so beautiful. Like especially in the way that you introduce yourself, right? Like you said, mm-hmm. I'm Emmy and I'm a daughter of God. That should just be it. <laughs> but also it's like, you know, through our our daughtership and mm-hmm. the fact that we are daughters, like we have so many facets and parts of our identity, um, some of which may align with the quote unquote stereotype of what it means Mm -hmm. to be a woman. Mm -hmm. But otherwise it's like, he, he gives us just so many unique parts of our identity. And that is so beautiful. Man, you put it in such good words, man. (laughs) Thank you. God bless. Maggie, what about you? Like, I don't know what to add on to that. Like, (laughs) yeah, going on to Emmy, like, I just, yeah, for most of my life, I just felt like I was expected to put myself into some sort of box of like, Mm -hmm. what was expected of me to be. And I mean, what's really changed my life lately is just praying to the Lord, just like, Lord, help me to be authentic. For me personally, as a woman, just struggling to love myself as who I am, even though how, um, kind of just doesn't make sense because like, you know, in yourself that you're worth everything in the Lord's eyes but Mm -hmm. deep down you're like just struggling with this your humanness you know what I mean as Emmy said like you were loved every day and just praying to the Lord that I could be always pursuing him as much as he pursues me all the time you know Mm -hmm. and just to understand that I am his and as Emmy says the beloved daughter as his beloved daughter you know what I mean so Emmy said it perfectly honestly (laughs) (laughs) like the fact that both of you like came together really following the promptings of the spirit um, and seeing a need for women, you know, like for yourselves, but also for maybe other women that you know, or will come to know. Like I know that prior to this, I knew of you, Maggie, but I didn't know you until I started coming to these. And then I knew Emmy. We met through CCO as well as a couple other circles, but it's been such a joy to be able to journey with you both and to get to know you better through this. And and I guess just to close, if there are any women who are listening to this and they are craving sisterhood and community, what do you have to say to them? I mean, you're good with words. <laughs> you can't do this to me. Oh, I'm okay. the emotional part of it all. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. For whoever is looking for community, um, start one. 
to tell you the truth, sometimes mm. I find that um, if we have desire to start something, that may be, like you said, Rachel, the prompting of the spirit for us to start one. If there is one already, join it. If there isn't, then start one. You never know where God will lead you with it. We never knew where Immaculate would lead us eight or nine months ago. But mm-hmm. God, you know, like God has led us so much farther than we ever thought we'd be. And don't give up. Never lose hope. There are women who are also craving the same thing as you are. And you never know. A, sim- a simple request, a simple event, um, a meetup would change your life and theirs. Take a chance. Oh, yeah. The Holy Spirit speaking through you, man. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. (laughs) And then, of course, if it turns out that the community that they have been looking for is Immaculate, how can listeners get to meet up with you and learn more about what Immaculate is all about? Well, I guess I'll I'll say it. Um, So we have our Instagram and we have our Facebook page, which is the Immaculate. There's Mm -hmm. the Facebook page and then... There's the, I don't know what's the other, there's like a page and there's like a friend that you can add <laughs> you on can Facebook. Add. Yes. So, so that's the Immaculate Assumption, right? Yes. And yes, that's the name. Yes. And we're more prominent on Instagram through the Immaculate. We often post updates or yes. stories and we also tend to spread it word of mouth through personal mm-hmm. invite too. So yeah. Yeah, feel yeah, feel free to connect with us. We're friendly. We're happy to talk to you and rejoice in our sisterhood together. I'm not scary. I'm just really awkward <laughs> in here. So. And and of course, I can confirm that both Maggie and Emmy are wonderful wonderful ladies, wonderful human beings. Um and ladies, just thank you so much for joining me today. This was such a pleasure. Oh my yes. goodness. Thank you for Great. having this us. This is like my human interaction of the day. <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. My thanks again to Emmy Namoro and Maggie Urkulo for joining me on the podcast today. I had so much fun that I forgot to ask them to help us close in prayer. So I think I'll just do that right now with all of you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, I am so grateful and blessed by the opportunity that I have wonderful sisters in my life that I can call very good friends. And I pray in a special way for all of those listening to this podcast that they too can find community, they can find rest, and they can also find other women, other sisters that they can journey with together. I just pray that each of us can come to encounter Christ through other women. In a special way, I pray for the intercession of our Blessed Mother, for whom this women's ministry was really dedicated to and devoted to. Please bless our listeners, bless the conversations that each of us have with each other, and bless all of us. And this we pray in your holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, wonderful. To learn more about Immaculate, you can follow them on Instagram at the Immaculate. And I encourage you to seek out a women's ministry of your own, whether it's in your parish, in your diocese. And if there isn't one nearby, then I encourage you to be the one and create it. 
You never know who else might be craving the same community as you. And by you stepping out and being the one, that can really change other women's lives. So again, be courageous and be the one. You can stay up to date with The Feminine Genius by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at FemGeniusPod. And you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many, many more. All of this information can be found on our website, FeminineGeniusPodcast.com. We'll talk to you soon, and God bless, always.